Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Alright, welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. I'm Adam Walker. And I'm Sanjay Parak. And we have a great show in store for you today. We're going to talk about the computer scientist responsible for cut, copy, and paste. We're going to talk about Tesla and a Tesla teardown. We got hackers that are tricking Teslas. We got flywheel owners that are unhappy. If you don't know what flywheel is, I didn't either, but you'll find <laughs> out. We got Samsung sending out weird notifications. Of course, we have weird and wacky articles coming at you and TechRecs off the chain. That's what's going to happen today. But you, first, we're recording at Dragon Army. Recording from Dragon Army. Thank you, hiss, Dragon hiss. Army. Hiss. Oh, well, that, I, I think Dragon's hissing actually they might hiss. be pretty good. Yeah. They hiss. Okay. That, seems, that seems appropriate. Yeah, that was appropriate. Also, if you have not already, please support the podcast either by considering us on Patreon or by rating the podcast. Five stars. Five, five stars. stars. We would love a five-star rating today. Only five-star ratings. We haven't had any five-star ratings. Not lately. recently. We need some more. And and with with comments. We Please. Like, we love the comments. Please pump up our egos with five-star ratings well, and comments. Or, That's or, <laughs> or, or, you, or you can make fun of us like That's uh, okay. somebody did. Uh, That's okay. I thought it was going to be a bunch of tech nerds talking yep. about this stuff, but it's entertaining. Listen, that, wait, you, that was we'll making fun? That. I thought that was a pretty great compliment. They said it we're was, not just tech nerds. I, I, well, we're not okay. only tech nerds. Only tech we're, nerds not, yeah. we're not identified yeah. solely by that one category. We are broader than that. I, I think that's true. I think nerd has changed as well, right? It's Man, not, nerd is awesome. I think like, it, nerd like is like growing the new up, James Bond, okay? For, for you too, right? Growing yeah. up, nerd was a put down, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah but yeah. You're, it's you like nerd. the new James Bond now. Yeah, I yeah, think for yeah. sure. Because nerds rule the world. Nerds do rule the world. There so, all right, well, let's go ahead and get started because we got a lot to talk about today. Yeah. It's going to be great. So the computer scientist responsible for cut, copy, and paste has sadly passed away. But I it, it, I had this meta moment as we were working on our notes for this. <laughs> and we decided that in our notes that we needed to move this article to the top of the list. So I cut, copied, and pasted. Or actually, I just cut and pasted, cut and pasted yeah. that link to you the top the of copy. the list. So... It was very meta uh, yeah. about that. So Larry so, Tesler, yeah, Larry Tesler, yeah, he passed away, and, and uh, not well known. I ne I never knew his name. No, but apparently he was like at one point the head scientist for Apple. Like he was like the yeah. the VP head scientist or whatever, which is a, a role that Steve Wozniak played at one yep. point. So and and he was at uh, Xerox uh, Palo Alto, which is. Yep. Uh, kind of the place that a lot of these innovations came out of. Yeah. Um, that's the place where the graphical user interface that Apple ended up stealing. Yep. Um, and using... I think copying might be the proper term there, but yeah. I, th I think if you look at the history, eh, they stole it pretty much. I, it, listen, Apple has a history of going, hey, look, that's a good idea that they, those guys or those people aren't capitalizing on. We're going to capitalize on that. Yeah. Like that's all well, that Apple does. It, Let's it, just be real. They, they take it, they make it, a better, much better. Um, sometimes only a little bit better, but better. And they, and they capitalize. They, yeah, they make it popular. In and all they fairness, make it great. I, you know, I kind of want to do the same thing. Like I, I'm, I want to look around <laughs> in the world and be like, what is it a brilliant idea that's undercapitalized? Yeah. Let me see if I can just take that and improve yeah. upon it. Not steal, just improve. All right. Well, so you, th you think you might try to improve cut, copy, and paste? I, I mean, I'm thinking about it. I okay. want to. I want to make it where my I can do it with just my brain. Yeah, just you know, <laughs> just I can just brain. think it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're calling cut, copy, paste, and glue. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So add, uh, add the glue. Speaking of stealing, uh, yeah. Firefox turns encrypted DNS on by default to thwart snooping IPSs. I, 
ISPs, you mean? That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> you need ISPs. A, you need to cut and paste that, to, uh, that yeah. acronym a little to, bit. I need to glue it. Uh, so I saw this and I was super excited and yeah. I went immediately into my Firefox yep. to turn this on. This uh, is where we're different. I saw it and was like, oh, cool. And I did not go into my Firefox to turn this what? on. I, it didn't even occur to me because it said by default. So I was like, oh, okay, But it's cool. it's not on by default for everybody. Oh, uh, they're doing it okay. incrementally. But I went in and you can go into your settings. If mm-hmm. you have the latest version of Firefox, you can enable it. Um, it works well. Uh, yeah. I, I can't tell a difference. It's uh, It actually might be a little bit faster right. um, than it was before. Because now, uh, I don't know if it's keeping connections up to the DNS, but... Um, normally you don't, and and so there's sometimes it's like it's a delay four there. nanoseconds versus six nanoseconds, it, exactly. and you can perceive that difference. Is well, what you're saying, yeah. When you're it. in the yeah. matrix, okay. uh, you yeah. can you, sense you, know the deal. you can sense those changes in the force. <laughs> Do you see what I did there? I yeah. blended two movies together. The matrix and the force. I think you're going to get some hate mail. Yeah, I know. Happen, yeah. I know. But uh, but yeah, this is a great thing. Firefox continues to push this. They got threatened and they are, are threatened with some lawsuits by yeah. ISPs that still want to snoop on what you're doing. Um, in case you don't know. So, you know, with a lot of browsing nowadays, everything is encrypted, but your ISP can still monitor and snoop what you're, what you're going to right. by looking at your DNS lookup. So you're going from, you know, google.com has to be converted into an IP address and that goes through the DNS system. And um, some of that's encrypted, but they can still snoop on that, but with DNS over HTTPS, nobody is going to know what you're looking up. Um, yeah. And, and Cloudflare Sorry, is ISP. actually doing some things to even further push down this path of a completely private browsing experience. So I like that. We'll talk about that in a minute. I like that. All right. So next article, AI discovers antibiotic that kills even highly resistant bacteria. This is super awesome. So AI is not killing us yet. It's killing bacteria. Though. It's it's keeping us alive. Oh, okay. That's different from to Skynet. kill us later. Okay. Well, walk me through it. Uh, so they've been, uh, MIT researchers have been using artificial intelligence to mm-hmm. be able to come down to the point of finding antibiotics that um, are a new class of antibiotics that uh, work in a different way. And I forgot exactly what they do, but they, they do something novel that... Uh, it, Here's what it says. It, by wrecking their ability to maintain the electrochemical gradient necessary to produce energy storing molecules. I understood some of that. I hate it when people wreck my electrochemical radiant yeah, gradient. Yeah, me too. So it really uh, ruins my morning. Exactly. And yep. uh, one nice thing is that they named the antibiotic compound Halicin. Yep. After 2001's Hal 9000. That's awesome. Well done. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's a bunch of MIT nerds. Uh, I mean, because like nerds rule the world. There we already talked about that. So, yeah. So they're training it on a bunch of molecules and uh, soon they're going to start screening it on a hundred million molecule molecules in another database. Uh, or no, they already did that and found 23 candidates. So, wow. uh, yeah, doing things a lot faster and hopefully be able to start trialing these things and uh, get some antibiotics out for us. That's cool. That's cool. So this next article is interesting from an ethical perspective and just mm. from, a, from the be careful what you share perspective. So, yep. quote, they lied to us. Mom says police deceived her to get her DNA and charge her son with murder. So this is this is kind of messed up. I mean, so yeah. you know, this, this, this older couple, they're, they're coming home. They arrive at their home. There's detectives in the front yard and the, de- 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 the detectives are like, Hey, look, we've got a missing persons case in Florida. 
It's a relative of yours. We're not sure who it is. We're trying to identify the person. We need a, we need a cheek swab so we can identify the person. The yep. mom's like, oh yeah, I want to help this person. There's a missing person. Of course I want to help. And then they use that DNA sample along with other relative DNA samples that where they went and lied and did the same thing to con to, well, not to convict, but to charge her son with murder. Yeah. So look, this is, this is a delicate thing because, you know, yeah. We want you, murderers to get caught if, you, if her son's guilty, which we don't know. hundred percent. Right. Do you want murderers to get caught? Yep. But I have a big issue with police in uh, with, with law enforcement or even the judicial system lying to get, to get information, yeah. right? Like how do you support and defend truth and justice when it's built on a foundation of lies. Yeah, that's like, right. That seems antithetical to who we are as, as a people, a country, a society, like that doesn't seem right. Like right. you don't apply justice by lying in order to get to it. Yeah. And, and I tagged this article just in particular to recognize that our DNA is data. It is information. Yep. And we just need to be aware when we give it to someone what the long-term implications of that could be. Yeah. Right? And so we just need to, we need to understand what we're giving away when we yeah. give that information yeah. away. It was interesting. They also said that they gave a, a sports drink to one of the uh, people um, that were the suspects and they threw away the can and then they went and recovered the can and then got their DNA out of that. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to think about that. Anywhere you go, you are leaving pieces leaving, of your DNA right. everywhere, right? That's right. Go to the bathroom, you know, you shake out your hair and leave some hair, uh, uh, fibers somewhere like right. uh, that's your DNA. Yeah. It's all in there everywhere. Yeah. All right. So I'm assuming that's how that works. I don't know. I'm I, not a geneticist. Well, me neither. Do you have DNA in your hair? Uh, I think, you I do. think so. Yeah. yeah I think sure. that's why not. All right. So completely different subject. This is kind of crazy, especially one quote in here that I'm going to call out in particular. Tesla teardown scares competitors quote. We cannot do this. Did so this was pretty fascinating. What, what did you think about this article? So, yeah, so the, the background is here is that they did a teardown of a Tesla. And, a Model 3. Um, a Model 3 and uh, discovered that a lot of the chips that are in there, Tesla has built custom right. um, for themselves. Whereas a lot of the other car manufacturers have built off the shelf. Uh, so yep. they've used off the shelf hardware uh, to build their cars. They're basically saying that it would take them six years to catch up to where Tesla is right now. Yeah. And, that, and that's particularly related to their self-driving. Right. And they, they're basically six years ahead of the competition because of their, them building their own, their own chips. Yeah. So and they integrated a lot of, a, a lot of chips into one. Right. As opposed to the other car manufacturers that were using several disparate chips. Right. right. And, and they do that to keep um, critical systems away from non-critical systems. So right. if you have like your entertainment system and it gets hacked or there's some vulnerability there, it's not going to prevent the car from driving. Yep. Whereas Tesla's gone like, yeah, you know, we're just going to do it all together. Yep. And they've gone all in on combining the whole thing uh, together. Um, it's fascinating. And and I think we're going to see which version of this plays out well, right? I, I mean, there there is definitely a, a story here of saying, like, by doing this tight integration, you're going to get a better performing uh, experience. It's right. kind of like what we talk about with the Apple ecosystem, right? Right. The reason why people love it and why it works well is because they control the whole thing. Right. And Tesla is taking on that same approach. Whereas, you know, you go to a GM, well, they're not controlling half of their technology. So right. when there's bugs and issues and things like that, it's because, well, they don't, you know, that cropped up and they didn't know that that was going to happen. They didn't build that from the ground up. Right. Whereas exactly. Tesla did. Yeah. But that said, 
Tesla's approach ends up being a lot more expensive. Yep. Right. So I, I have expensive a in the time. in the short run, but maybe not in the long run. Maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, it's still we'll see. ends up being pretty expensive because you got to run and and build those chips. You can't rely on. Uh, advances in technology that are happening outside, right? You've right. got to integrate all that stuff into your own things. Yeah. And so um, it, it's hard to say like which one's going to be successful. Maybe both are going to be successful and it's a different class of customers based on kind of what people want. Yeah. Well, and, and also speaking of Tesla, yep. hackers can trick a Tesla into accelerating by 50 miles per hour with some tape. Yeah. So here, here's where some of those things fall down. So yeah. basically what they did was uh, they took some tape and extended the middle part of the number three yep. outwards yep. to fool the camera into thinking it was 85 miles an hour instead yep. of 35 and miles so an hour. When, so it was on a test track. And so yep. then when the car passed the 35 mile an hour, and it clearly to any human eye still says 35 because mm -hmm. all they did was extend yep. that middle part. They didn't even close in the circles for the right. eights. And even with that, it just automatically accelerated. Just, I mean, floored it. 50 miles an hour. 50 miles an hour faster. Yeah. So now what's interesting to me about that is that obviously Tesla should know there's not any place. I mean, there's almost no place in the U.S. that even has an 85 mile an hour speed limit, right? Yeah, so I, I think like, uh, Montana is the only place where there's no right. speed limit. That's right. Uh, so other you, than that, I other don't than that, think like, anybody's got 85. You're never going to top 85. Yeah. Like 75, sure, but not 85. Yeah. And so you'd think there'd just be some very simple logic. I don't that even know say, if I've seen a 75 mile an hour speed limit. I'm uh, pretty and sure there's some 75s out there. I know there. we've got 70s yeah. here. Yeah. There's some 75s. Atlanta. Is there? Yeah. Okay. But anyway, yeah. but I, I, I think. But my point is that some simple logic would fix that. Right. I'm a little shocked that that doesn't yeah. exist. Well, you That's know, all. I'll say, so my car also does um, <clears throat> speed limit reading. And every yeah. now and again, it, it gets uh, messed up. Um, oh, like, really? Yeah, I'll be driving down like on um, Peachtree Industrial, Peachtree Parkway, you know, right. when it's kind of that highway yep. little zone as yep. you're coming up to 285. Um, there's a stretch there where there is a speed limit sign on the road that's next to it that's 45 miles an hour. Oh, uh, yeah. And the part that I'm driving is 55. It'll read that and then tell me I'm going too fast. That's funny. And I'm like, no, no, you read the wrong sign. Does it man. yell at you? Uh, it, it starts blinking at me. It, it gets a little, uh, like, nervous. Does it get real aggressive? It, it doesn't get too aggressive. It gets a little, like, nervous. Like, aggressive? Like, no, seriously, like, you're, you're going too fast. And I'm like, no, no, calm down. It's all okay. Nice. It'll be fine. I use Waze and Waze uh -huh. beeps at me when I'm speeding Wait. too fast. Yeah. It's like, it's like, doo -doo. And, yeah. I'm like and then my kids are like, what's that noise? I'm like, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So my, my car used to do that too. And sometimes I'd go, you know, I, I think I had it set for five over the speed limit yeah. and I'd go over that and yeah. go bing, boom in the car. Daddy, you're speeding. I'm like, okay, I got to turn that off. <laughs> that, that is not okay. All right. So speaking of turning things off. Flywheel owners found out their bikes were bricked through Peloton. <laughs> oh, man, I know you're going to love this story. Man, I mean, this is about like a lot of the things that we talked I about, know. right? We just talked about I Tesla. Know. So Flywheel is another brand of these bikes. Yep. They were uh, an at -home, shut down. An at-home bike that yep. did at-home exercise classes yep. like Peloton. Yeah. And they, they lost were, a lawsuit to Peloton. Right. And now they're shutting down their at-home bikes. Yeah. But... But they weren't the ones that told their customers. They got an email from Peloton to the flywheel customers yeah. saying that, hey, your bike is going to get shut well, down. Well, and, and I will say this. So Peloton proactively reached out to the flywheel customers and said, hey, 
your bike that you paid up to $2,000 for that you may still have financed that yes. you're still paying on. Yeah. It's going to be bricked. It's not going to work at all in a month, but we will give you a refurbished Peloton. It's a swap, which actually I'm pretty sure is a deal. That because, is a deal. Yeah. Because I think the flywheel bikes were specific, were significantly cheaper than the Peloton bikes. Yeah. And so being able to trade from a flywheel to a Peloton for nothing is a pretty sweet deal. But nonetheless, if I bought something for two grand and you tell me all of a sudden it's just not going to work at all. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. Well, and obviously Peloton is doing this because then they want to convert you into a $40 a month uh, subscription paying member. Yeah. Uh, and they probably have a ton of, uh, the, the other thing that this made me wonder is like, how many reefer bikes do they have? Because, you I know, don't know. Maybe a lot. Know. Maybe they have a big storage facility. They're like, we need to get rid we of these bikes. We got to get rid bikes. of some refurb bikes. And what do we do? Okay. That was the plan all along. They're like, yeah. we're going to sue Flywheel <laughs> so we can get rid of these refurb bikes. That was yeah. actually the end game right yeah. there. They're yeah. really thinking ahead. And they're they're a public company now too, aren't they? Are so, they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, they went public. They haven't done that well. They're doing pretty know. well. I've got a friend that's got a Peloton and he really likes it. He's a big cyclist. There's a lot of people that really yeah. love um Peloton, but I don't know. I, I just, can't see myself doing it. I, the, the, the price of the the bike is just so much. I yeah. Just, I don't know. It's tough. All right. Well, next article. Apple may let people pick alternative default apps on the iPhone, marking a radical change in philosophy. So I know you don't have an iPhone, but right now, yeah. if you say, if you, if you ask Siri to play a song, it's going to play on Apple Music, not on Spotify. Right. And if you click a link... Anywhere in, in the phone, like so if somebody texts you a link and you click that link, it's going to open up in Safari, not in Firefox. But, but right now, you can load up like Spotify or a different browser. Oh, it's yeah. just not going to yeah, load up it, automatically. Yeah, it's not going to load up. Yeah. So, gotcha. yeah. So if you text me a link, when I click that link, it's going to open up in Safari. And that's, okay. and that's irritating, right? Yeah. And so they're finally going to open that up in iOS 14, where okay. we're, we're being told. And honestly, like, this is... This is forever late. I mean, come on. Of course, this is where it's going to go. Like the fact that you can't yeah. say Siri play whatever on Spotify is absurd. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, but, come on. It's but about this time. goes back to the the whole idea of wanting to control your, yeah. your, your ecosystem. They wanna, well, they want to control the experience and yeah. I get that. But at the same time, because people are so ingrained in spot, like I don't use Apple music at all. I use only Spotify. So it's right. absolutely stupid to me that you can't use Siri to control Spotify. Yeah. I don't use Safari at all. I use Firefox, right? Yeah. Same idea. Yeah. That's where all my extensions are. But That's where all my, I, all my stuff I, is. I'm sure the marketing side of it was, was like, look, if we make it annoying enough, people might switch back to oh, yeah. Apple music. Well, it's monopolistic though. And that's the thing too, is they're, yeah. they're actually going to be dealing with monopolistic uh, like lawsuits about monopoly but, if they're not careful. But is it like, I always question this, like, this is the thing that they did built. Like if you view this as a monopoly, build your own phone. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Right. Oh, look, Siri's trying to talk to me. <laughs> Sorry, didn't realize. Like, no, we're not a monopoly. I, I, well, it, it's completely back. Siri's arguing. What's funny is I didn't say I didn't. I just said Siri. I didn't say hey, and then the name. Which yeah. is you know, interesting. Is, is that normally how it gets yeah, on? That's normally how it happens. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that's the thing. <laughs> there you go. So I don't know. I I'm very torn always. Um, and maybe it's like the, the entrepreneur in me 
Like I wouldn't want to build something and then be have somebody come along and say, Hey, now that it's really big, um, you got to do all these things that you don't want to do just because you got big. Yeah. But that's true for every single company, right? Like all the telecoms and all the, yeah. all the splits. I mean like, Hey, you're but, huge. Now but, you have to do this. But some of those I, I feel differently about like telecom. Um, it was almost, it was a government mandated monopoly, right? I viewed right. that differently okay. um, than somebody that's just, an entrepreneur that starts a company. Maybe. Right? I don't know. I don't know. I'm torn. But then again, I, I see the the public good in it too and and you know moving <sighs> society forward and you know those kinds of things. But yeah. I I don't know. I'm I'm always I'm always torn on this issue. Yeah, I get it. I I, I feel you. I feel you. All right. So you're not torn on this issue. Samsung <laughs> blasts Galaxy phones worldwide with a weird one notification. So. Yeah. So I got this. You did? Oh, yeah. No. That's how I knew about it. I went looking for this because uh, my wife told me because our daughter got this yeah. and said, hey, did you get this? Like, what is going on? Yeah. And then she asked me and I looked at my phone. And I was like, oh, I got it too. And so then I went online to figure out what it was. So That's it was like a, a find my mobile <coughs> alert from Samsung, which I have never enabled, but I guess right. it's just latent in the OS. Right. Um, and everybody that has a Samsung worldwide got a notification one and the message was one. Yeah. And so that was the text message one, apparently somebody at Samsung was running a test and oops, did it on the production system Ooh, and not on the non-production no. system or something to that effect. Wow. And so everybody that has a Samsung worldwide got this. You gotta wonder how, how does that person feel the moment they realize, Oh man, I just sent a text message out to millions of people at yeah. once. Like hundreds of millions, I, mean, I would like, think. Like, right? what, like, like what is a that? Lot of people. Is that like, let me draft my resignation now, <laughs> sort of sort of a feeling? Or like what like and then what do you do with the, like do you go to your boss like, hey, just just a heads up. <laughs> I just sent out a hundred million text messages. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you explain that? Yeah, yeah. I wonder what the cost of doing something like that and is. Like, and, and how do you set up that conversation? Like you walk into your boss's office and like, okay, I just want you to know. Hey, how was your weekend? I, I, just, <laughs> I, I just want you to know I'm an idiot. And here's what I did. Like, like, I, like I don't even know. I'm yeah. I, uh, it's, yeah. I, I guess it's better that it was a one and not, uh, you know, something... Something terrible. So, yeah. Yeah. That's or, true. That's or, why or, you that's why you test with innocuous things. Right. Like, like the number one. Yeah. Or, okay. Or like, you know, not their password for uh, bringing everything down or, you yeah. know, I don't know. Yeah. There you uh, go. So, yeah. All right. There so, you go. Last article, and then we're going to hit the weird and wacky. MIT spinoff wave senses ground penetrating radar looks down for perfect self-driving. This, this is... Fascinating. This is so awesome. So you, you got to walk us through this. This yeah. seems like a perfect Sunday article right so here. So what they did was, um, you know, the issue with self-driving cars is that if you've got snow or rain or anything else like that, that obscures your view of the road, right. it makes it really hard for cars, self-driving cars to figure out where the road is, where the road is yeah. and where they should drive. You got to know where the road is to yeah. drive on the road. Exactly. Yeah. So what they did was they used ground penetrating radar to map roads. Yep. And they said that the layout of things like water pipes and, and cables and all that stuff basically uniquely fingerprints yep. every stretch of road. Oh, and also, by the way, also uniquely identifies parking structures as well. Yeah. So it could be used in parking decks. Yeah. Right? So your car 
may not need things like LIDAR, which has been actually one of the things that has held us back from having self-driving cars. Right. Because LIDAR is really an expensive sensor to have on a vehicle to the tune of a few thousand dollars right now. Yeah, five to ten, right? Yeah, so they're trying to bring that down in cost, but this is a lot cheaper. Mm Mm-hmm. So it would be looking straight down and then know based on a, a on pre-mapping all of the roads where exactly it is, not just which road it's on, but where in the road that yep, it is. Up to like a couple of centimeters. It, yeah. It's going to be very accurate. Yeah. Right? I mean, yep. honestly, better than GPS. Oh, absolutely. Better than GPS. And better so, than current GPS. Current GPS. Right. Well, current GPS that consumers have, not That's the right. military That's has. Right. They yep. have yep. fancy stuff. Um, but it's... Super fascinating and ground yeah. penetrating radar, not that expensive. Not at all to add on. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, I I think um, you know one of the things that I've thought and we've talked about this a couple times now is like a lot of these things uh, can be defeated right by somebody that's trying to do something nefarious right right using some tape or, or yep. whatever. Yep. This seems like something that would be really hard. A little harder. To fake out a car, right? You'd yeah. have to change the structure of the road underneath. Yeah. To make the car think it's somewhere else than where it is. Yeah. Or you just have to lay down like a big uh, lead plate or something. Uh, <laughs> right. right. Like just on the road. Right. Which yeah. seems like it's going to be cost prohibitive. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it definitely. Giant lead plates but are probably pretty expensive. The thing that this really points to is like, you know, sometimes problems have solutions if you look in the non-obvious place. That's true. Because you would have never thought, oh, let me scan the ground to make, you I, know. I, I don't think I, I would ever come up with this. No. I, I don't think I would have thought of this. It's Yeah, it's yeah. really neat. Um, and whoever thought of this was, man, they were <coughs> turned up to 11 uh, when they thought of this. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's fantastic. All right, so you know what time it is. Time for the Weird and Wacky segment. Abominable snowman. Oh, not an axe murderer. One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. All right, so we have two weird Mikey articles that are not necessarily tech-related, but they, I came across them, and I just I could not help but yeah, share them. I like right? both of these. They were yeah. so fascinating, yeah. right? And the, and the second one just makes me feel kind of bad. The second one, I, before we talk about the second <laughs> yeah, one, yeah, I'm going to yeah. ask you a question. Okay, okay so okay. so the first one, though, musician performs while surgeons remove brain tumor. So it's a violinist. <laughs> she's playing. She's sitting up playing the violin conscious while they're removing a brain tumor. Yeah. This freaks me out on so many levels. So I've heard of this before They where they um, they will keep you awake while doing brain surgery yeah. to make sure that they don't damage a part of the brain. For like speech. And like that is needed, yeah. Like that. Or, or that they're putting in probes yeah. or they're doing something like that. Right. And they want to make sure they put the right part of the probe in the right place. Yep. But the... Just like heebie-jeebie portion of this is like, wait, your brain is open to the air yeah. and people are mucking with it and yeah. you're awake. And you're, playing, and you're playing violin. Oh my God. Listen, as just, I get older- thinking about it gives me the heebie-jeebies. As I get older, I get less and less okay with medical procedures. <laughs> like it's, it's something about me. I don't know what it is, but like this would just totally, like I would have to, I would, I can't, no, I gotta be out. Like I yeah. gotta just be out. Whatever you're doing, yeah. that's gotta be out. Yeah, so, I, I, uh, yeah. so at least you started with a place where you were okay with it at some point. Yeah, I was never okay with. You were it. never okay like, with it. Like this stuff and like you know eye stuff really freaks me out. Yes, yeah, so um, you're not having it, LASIK anytime soon. No, 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 no. You I'm know, I, with you. I, I didn't start wearing contacts until just. Uh, I mean, it's only been like 10, 12 years. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I could not. I can't put stuff in my eye. No. Um, I've oh, always had stuff. problems with like you go to the eye doctor and they do the drops and things. Yeah. I've even had problems with drops and, and uh, then yeah. that little 
air puff pressure thing. Oh, no way, man. Oh, I hate that thing. Yeah. Everybody yeah. hates that thing. Yeah. All I don't right. think anybody loves that, but, uh, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit better with it now because now you do the contacts and you know, you kind of get, get used, used to, to it a little yeah. bit, but, um, yeah, eye stuff and, and like this kind of blood stuff and brain stuff. Like, no, I just I can't. All right. It. So I've got a question for you to tee up this next, okay. this next one. What so do you got? You're familiar with the exercise of holding a plank, right? Yeah. It's, yep, it's a, yep, yep. So it's either a push-up position or you're down on your elbows, which on is actually elbows. even harder, I yep. think, than the push-up position. And you can hold that plank. So I want to know, have you tried a plank before? And if so, give me your longest plank yeah. ever. So yeah, yeah, I've. I've planked before. Um, it's good good for your back muscles. Yeah. You know, I've had some neck things, and so those yep. are good for it. Uh, I think the longest I can hold it is, uh, you know, probably approaching a minute, but, yeah. you know, closer is I can go like 30 to 40 seconds and yeah. be solid, but then it gets kind of yeah. wobbly as I'm, I'm approaching a minute. Okay. What, what, what about you? Where are you at? Yeah, I'm, I can do like a minute, maybe a minute 15. So okay. like, like if yeah. I'm like really doing, just going hardcore, I'm yeah, like, yeah. man, I'm buff today. I, and you is know, that, is that I on admit, elbows or on hands? I, I can do either one. Uh, yeah. I, I think I'd prefer elbows because hands, you're, Same here. you do get a little, a little more tired. I think your yeah. shoulders get more tired. Right. right. Yeah. 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 So I do elbows too. Yeah. So this next article, the, there is a 62 year old former Marine sets Guinness world record by holding plank for over eight hours. And to be exact, eight hours, 15 minutes, 15 seconds. And to prepare for this, he trained for 18 months and was regularly holding a plank each day for four to five hours a day. Four to five hours. Hours. So, so just imagine that you are going to get in the push-up position, and then you go down to your elbows, and the rest, the only parts of your body that are touching the ground are your elbows, or your your, your elbows and forearms, right? Yep. And your toes, and that is it. In doing that for eight hours and fifteen minutes, folks, that is unbelievable. Yeah, it is. Uh... It is just crazy. It speaks to the power of human perseverance. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to say. It's like, funny. So I hadn't looked at the video yet. I just, I pulled it up. He's got a phone. So I guess he was playing on the phone while he was planking. I hope he was doing something because I can't even imagine that. And then like, and, and then it occurred to me like, how are you going to go to the bathroom? Like what, what's going to happen? I, I know. I how was going to the same thing. What do you do? How do you eat? Like, what are you doing? I don't think you eat for the eight hours. I don't know, but he did it. Eight yeah. hours and fifty, and he's sixty-two years old, which is kind of phenomenal. And and oh, by the way, he also did seven hundred push-ups, two thousand sit-ups, yeah, uh, a, day, a day, a day, and five hundred leg squats. You know, to just round out after the four I mean, to five to, hours of planking, just to make sure he's good yeah. to go. Oh, and after he was done with the eight hours of planking, uh, he did seventy-five push-ups, just to, you know, kind of celebrate, yeah, just to finish it off, just celebrate. celebrate. Yeah, seventy-five yeah. push-ups, so no big deal. Work out those he, arms a little and bit, and he wants to do one more Guinness World Record. And he wants that to be, I think, the most push-ups in an hour. Oh my god! Which, if I'm not mistaken, is something like two thousand five hundred something right now. I don't, I don't remember exactly from the article. So that's that's his next oh. goal. So I mean, it's good to have some goals, you know. This guy, this guy, you look at him and I'm like, I, I'm, I'm a blob of jello compared to this. Guy. I'm definitely a blob of jello. I, well, I'm a blob of jello yeah. compared to most people, but uh, this guy is a dude. <laughs> All right, Sanjay. So it's time for Tech Rex. Tech wreck, tech wreck, time to get your tech wreck. Tech, 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 tech wreck. Chicky, chicky. Tech wreck. Time to get your tech wreck. What do you have for me today? 
So I have something that uh, calls back to the first article uh, about Firefox and, and uh, DNS stuff. I love that. Um, and it's it's uh, a little site from Cloudflare called ESNI Checker. Um, and ESNI uh, is uh, this thing that they are working on, uh, server name indication, um, and basically it prevents uh, people from uh, kind of watching what you're doing. But if you go to the site, um, it will tell you uh, how secure you are with your browser. So it'll tell you if you're using secure DNS, if you're using this DNS over HTTPS, mm -hmm. if you're using DNSSEC, if you're using TLS, um, and it'll tell you how secure your browsing session is. Oh, cool. Um, so go do that and then you can see and, and it'll tell you the things that you aren't doing, what they mean and why you need to do them and, and how to do them. All right, so I have a confession. Yeah. When I first looked at the notes and I saw your tech rack, at first I, I read Cloudflare ESPN. Because <laughs> and I thought, that's weird because Sanjay's not really much of a sports guy. Yeah. So yeah. sorry about they, that. They yeah. wanted to check and make sure your ESPN was working okay. Yeah, yeah they want to make sure ESPN <laughs> streaming securely. Cloudflare was really interested Cause, in that. Because you hate uh, when people snoop yeah. on what... Uh, game you're watching yeah that's right so yeah. true all right <laughs> all right so my what, tech what rec, do you got yeah my tech rec is uh it, it has been called by my wife uh as the mom snapchat uh and it is a a new sort of social communication tool called marco polo and essentially it is just sending and receiving videos uh video communications from people so i can you know i can go in there to my wife and I'll want to send my wife what they call it a polo. And I just record a quick video and then she can watch it at her leisure and then she can respond. So it's just video chat back and forth, but it's delayed. It's not real time video chat, oh. right? It's video messaging back and forth. And there's not really a social component in the, in, in terms of like being able to explore and find new people. It's just only people that you communicate with that are contacts in your phone, that sort of thing. So, yeah. um, so it's kind of fun for me to be able to like leave my daughter a video, you know, send her a video, whatever. Um, just a, a way to communicate throughout the day. That's kind of different and unique. So, and, and where is this company based out of? Is this a Chinese company well, that's taking all of our stuff? I'm not going to say either way. I don't, I, I've not done that, that amount of research. But you can do that research and let our listeners know via Twitter because we know they should all follow you on Twitter. So yeah, they should. That and, would be great. And I probably will be looking yeah. at this because this is fascinating. Is it is it time limited or you can leave as uh, long of a video as you want? No, that I don't know yet. I just started okay. using it yesterday. My wife has used it with some of her friends for a little while. Uh -huh. My daughter just started using it a day or two ago. So it's just kind of a very new fresh thing and i thought i'll give it a shot and I'm see gonna what take a look at this this yeah. is uh, it's a good idea it's kind of fun and you can also create groups too so you can have groups where you send, ah. send group video messages as well yeah so it's i mean to me this is kind of an an, an evolution in communication because typically i'm think i think in terms of phone call which is real time i think in terms of text message which is real time yeah. i don't ever think in terms of let me send my kid a video just to say good morning and then she can watch it whenever she wants right i kind of like the idea is it is it disappearing videos like once they watch it does it go away or is it uh i don't don't know. Okay. I don't. I don't remember. Okay. On that one. So. Yeah. But it's still cool. I mean, I kind of like this idea because, um, you know, I don't know if you've done this thing, and, and there's been stories of a lot of people that do this. Of, you know, hey, the last uh, phone message that somebody left you, and then yeah, and then they passed away or something right. like that, and people hold on to those things. Like, sure. You know, we should do the same thing with videos, but you don't do that a lot of times. You know, right. you're only doing videos when you're together or something like right. this. Yeah. Versus this of like. Just these random videos yeah, and exactly. snapshot into life. Yeah. Um, that's cool. All right, Sanjay. So how can our listeners find and connect with you? They can find me on Twitter, like you just mentioned, uh, at Sanjay, S-A-N-J-A-Y, or SanjayParik.com. What about you, Adam? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker. Really, just go to my website, AdamJWalker.com. It's got links to all of my social stuff. I've got 
me, I'm on Medium. I got YouTube channels. I got all kinds of stuff going on. So adamjwalker.com, go check it out. Connect with me there. Uh, find all the links and all the stuff. And, and the J is for Jimmy, right? Jimmy the AI? Well, given. Yeah. Jimmy James. Jimmy James? Jimmy James, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy James. Jimmy James. So that's all we got that for you today. Good, Thank you for Was that a uh, gunslinger? I don't know, but it should be. If not, I, I should be. I should. I you need should to be photo a myself with gunslinging abilities. <laughs> this this probably that. Uh, if that, I was going to be a superhero, you, I, I think a, you should do that dancing app thing with ooh, you with guns, finger guns, because everybody loves finger guns. <laughs> finger, finger guns, guns are the best. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the title of this episode. Finger, finger guns, guns are the are best. best. <laughs> we'll see if Shannon does that. Shannon is the title master. So title master. Yeah. That's actually also a good a good is, nickname, Title Master. Good, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. I think we're gonna have to call her that instead of producer. Yeah, producer Shannon. It's Title Master Shannon. Title Title Master Shannon. Do-do-do!